Hey beautiful, this is Tara. Welcome to the Midlife Wake Up, the podcast where we have conversations about creating change in our lives, one wake up call at a time. Because there comes a time in everyone's life when you question what it's all about, how you're living, and who you've become. Life is precious and it goes by quickly. So let's make sure we're really living true to ourselves and creating exactly what we want to experience. It's time to wake up and live. Hello and welcome back. This is part three of a three-part series that has gone over the last few weeks and we've been talking about the concept of what if this year you devote yourself to yourself and what it actually means to go on this this you know inner journey and this moment of bringing that vision of the woman or the person that you want to be up and out of yourself, up and out of your heart, and just fully actualize that. And what does that look like? How does that work? What is holding us back? And, you know, how we can how we can do that, how we can start to move forward into that. Now, I did say last week that most of us have parts of the person that we want to be already embodied. We're already embodying parts of who we want to be in ourselves and our lives. But ultimately, there are parts of ourselves that we keep kind of hidden and we keep locked. And we struggle with feeling like whether or not it's realistic, whether or not we can actually become that or have that. And you know, that's what we've been talking about these last three episodes. So if you've missed any of them, definitely go back. They did build upon each other a little bit, but it's going to be okay if you just continue listening to this one and then go back to one and two later. That's totally fine. But part one was about answering the call within you. So, you know, touching on what I just talked about, there's something within all of us. There's something within, there's dreams that we all have. There's aspects of ourselves that we don't necessarily let out or we haven't actualize that part of ourselves yet. And we talked in that episode about how, you know, necessary it is for us to really step into that person, you know, that version of ourselves and how painful it is to actually live a life where we don't feel like we're completely actualized in that sense. We're not going for the things that we want to go for. We're not doing the things that we want to do. And, you know, how how we're meant to be able to step into all of that because we want to live full lives. We want to live lives where we're not regretting things at the end of our lives and we want to feel fulfilled. And also when we're feeling fulfilled, when we're stepping into that that part of ourselves, it benefits everyone in our entire life. It benefits everyone around us when we're operating from that place that feels right for us, that feels whole and complete for us then we're showing up whole and complete for everyone else. We're showing up in a different space of joy and connectedness and happiness and perspective. And that affects everyone around us. It affects our our love life, our parenting, if we're a parent, our relationships, how we show up in our work. It, it affects everything. And then so on and it keeps going on, so on and so forth, like the butterfly effect. It affects so much more than we really realize. Sometimes we're struggling so much with our own inner work, you know, the things that we're only struggling with and we don't necessarily talk about them with other people. But, you know, when we're not feeling 
like we're able to really be that person that we totally want to be, it affects everything else around us. We're not as happy. We don't, we don't have as much patience. You know, we don't feel full of love and joy and excitement. We feel the struggle more. And that brings us down. That brings us down to a place that's completely opposite from how it would be if we were doing the things that we wanted to do and acting in ways that we wanted to act and actualizing ourselves in that way. So that's what we talked in episode one. And episode two, we talked about the things that are holding us back. And for most of us, those are rooted in fear. There's a lot of different kinds of fear we talked about, conscious and subconscious. And we talked about the fears. We talked about limiting beliefs. We talked about conditioning that can hold us back from really experiencing our potential and going after what we want. And I wrapped up part two with a discussion about self-worth and self-love and trusting ourselves. And it has everything to do with the fact that we are just worthy. We are just worthy, period. We are worthy of the things that we want. We are allowed to dream the things that we want, the dream, have the dreams that we have. We are allowed to have all of those things and we're allowed to step into them. So totally worth listening to. Go back if you haven't listened to them yet. But today we're going to wrap up this three-part series and we're going to talk about like connecting all these pieces, bringing that vision of the woman you want to be, getting past the fear and how to begin, you know, how to get started on this, how to bring these aspects of ourself outside of our heart, outside of within and just start connecting the pieces together. So today let's talk about how we begin. So first things first, we're going to do something a little different this time. These are really deep questions that we've been talking about, that we've been considering. You know, inner work is the deepest work that we can do. And it can be rough. It can be rocky. It can be painful. It can be scary. And it also brings so much relief, so much awareness, understanding, power, and so much peace but it takes a toll and it, and it can be hard to get through. It can be hard to get to that point. But just know that if you're starting your, your journey in this self-exploration, you will get on the other side and you will feel all of this goodness. But because this is deep, serious work, I'd like us to just center ourselves because we're going to talk about some of this today. I want you to do this with me. And we're going to take a deep breath in. So take a deep breath in and just roll your neck out a little bit. Just roll your neck out from side to side. Do some circles. Kind of release the tension in your shoulders, the tension in your neck. Take some more deep breaths in and out. And I want you to place your hand on your heart if you can. Take another deep breath. And if you can, close your eyes. If you can't, do not. (laughs) If you're driving or doing something, don't close your eyes. But take another deep breath. And I want you to say this with me. I trust myself. 
I am allowed to dream anything I want for myself. I am capable. I can be whoever I want to be. I am willing to question my self-talk. I am committed to myself. This is my time to devote to myself. And take another deep breath in. And let it go. And roll your shoulders back, shake your hands out, kind of shake that energy out a little bit. And here we go. So this, this is a journey of becoming. You know, we're never going to quote unquote arrive because there's always going to be another level to go to either within, within ourselves or in life or something you want to achieve. There's always going to be another level for us to go to whether it's within or, or up and out in our lives. And that's the abundance of life. And that's the universe and the never-ending limitless possibilities. We can feel the awareness of that and we can see and we can say, isn't that beautiful? You know, we're constantly unfolding into newer and higher expressions. And that is the goal, right? The goal is always to move up. The goal is always to move forward. It's not to move backwards. You know, the the goal is to move closer and closer to what feels good and right and true for you. Now we've already connected with our vision. We, We did that in episode one. We talked a little bit about that in episode one. And I do have my meditation, my guided visualization on the homepage of my website. So if you haven't done that yet, or if you haven't checked that out yet, go to terramana.com. It's in the middle of the homepage, and it's a beautiful guided visualization that will help you get in touch with that vision, and and it will take you along a gorgeous process to really see that and experience that and get really in touch with that. So if you don't know really what your vision is, or if you really want to have a lot more clarity around it, then that is a beautiful thing to do. But, you know, we've, we've connected with this vision. We've begun to take a look at our stories, our thoughts, our beliefs, you know, why, what fear is holding me back, the things that are holding us back. And again, this is a process. You know, we don't usually transform out of one podcast or one blog post or one journaling session. So make sure you're being kind and patient with yourself, but also take action. So I want to talk today about the action that we can take. You know, what can we do to create the change we desire? And last week, we talked about the fears and finding those origin stories. So today, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about that because changing our mindset, changing the way we think about things, changing our thoughts, finding where these thoughts originated And asking ourselves if they're still true for us now, that's the beginning of the major change. Because everything begins from within. Everything begins in our mindset. Everything begins in our mind and our thoughts. From our thoughts come our beliefs. From our beliefs come our actions. From our actions become our behaviors. And our behaviors turn into our entire life. Everything originates in our thoughts. And it's very important to understand where our thoughts are coming from 
and to master them so that we can either break free from the prison that some of these thoughts are creating for us and we can reframe them and create new thoughts so that we can be more empowered, more free, more aware, more self-aware. That's what we're going to talk about today. The steps to internally change that dialogue is to see the truth and to reframe it. So we begin with our beliefs because we can reframe them. And, you know, that begins the domino effect of our inner dialogue, our outlook, and our approach. For example, let's say that something you've said to yourself over your life is, oh, no, I can't save money. I'm no good at that. I'm not good at saving money. I'll never be good at that. Okay. So maybe that originated when you were a teenager or in college and you never saved your money like you were told and your parents are always told you make sure you save some of your money and you never did it because you spent it on frivolous things or you spent it all on clothes or something like that because that's what brought you a sense of joy and normalcy and made you feel like you fit in more because at a deep core level, you didn't really know your sense of self-worth and you didn't have a strong sense of self-worth. So you wanted to try and fit in and you tried to impress other people that you thought were your friends or you wanted to be liked by or you wanted to be accepted by and you didn't have the maturity or the role models to show you that you didn't need to do that that you just were with the wrong people because the right people always accept you. They don't need you to wear a certain thing. They don't need you to look a certain way. And now that you're a grown person, you can look at that origin story and say, wow, okay, I am sending so much love right now to that part of me who is trying so hard to feel good about herself and the people around her thought that she was being frivolous. Maybe they were her parents or some kind of, but they didn't realize that she was struggling with self-esteem issues and feeling lonely. And so she did this to fit in and escape the uncomfortable feelings. And she didn't want to experience that. And so she can say, well, okay, so this story isn't true for me anymore because now I know that I don't need to fit into anything or any group that doesn't just accept me for me. And so that story of, well, I'm not good at saving money is totally not true and had so much less to do with saving money and so much more to do with self-acceptance and the pressures of adolescence. So do you see where this is going? Do you see how this example can, can give us some perspective at what these stories you know, in these patterns that we're repeating to ourselves, you know, we've taken on other people's ideas of who we are and other people's ideas of how we behave. So in this example, I gave the example of, you know, this, this person has always been told that they're never good at saving money. And then they took that on, they took on and self-prophesized it after a while, oh, that I'm just not good at saving money. I just always spend my money. I'm no good at it. Okay. So look at the origin story. Where does it come from? Who told you this? Why did they tell you this? In what way were they responding to you? And what was it that you were doing at that time? Or maybe your origin story, maybe you have a belief and your origin story has actually nothing to do with you. 
Maybe it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with someone else and their opinion. So these are really, really important things to look at because they can, like I said earlier, they can free us or they can keep us imprisoned with things that aren't even true. You know, can you look at your stories or patterns or things that come up in your head about why you can't do something and can you see where they come from? Can you reframe them? You know, so for our example, you could say, well, I didn't used to be good at saving money because I wanted to fit in and have fun, but now I know that I can have fun without spending money and I accept myself as I am and I know I don't need to spend money to fit in. So I can save my money now in a way that feels good to me because I'm not that same person that I was then and I value feeling empowered in having my savings. You can completely change the story and feel really empowered and really good about it. You know, so going along these stories and reframing them in your mind until you don't have to reframe them anymore. So that's what we that's what we need to work on next. So after you identify some of the stories and like I said, you know, we're going to be constantly unfolding new stories are going to come to you as you go through your life and new realizations. Oh my gosh, I had totally forgot about that memory, right? These things are going to come up. So when you go along and you address each of these stories, especially the ones that holding you back from what you want to do, holding you back from, you know, feeling like you can be the person that you want to be and really pursuing those aspects of yourself and the aspects of the life that you want to create, you know, looking at, well, why do you feel like you can't? Who told you that you can't? Why did they tell you that? Was it their own fear fear and projection? Was it their own frustration with life? Reframing these and catching yourself. So if you, if let's say this was your story that, well, I'm no good at saving. Nope, actually, that's my old story. And this is my new story because I've already figured that out. I've already debunked that. That had nothing to do with actually saving money. That had everything to do with my maturity and feeling like I wanted to fit in. And these people that created this story for me, they had no clue what I was going through emotionally. And so actually now that's not my story anymore. My story is that I can save and that I do save and I save $100 a month or whatever it is for you. And you do that reframe until that story stops. You do that reframe until you start to accept the reframe as your new story. So then there's no more thoughts of I'm not a good saver. The thoughts are always I am a good saver. And I'm saving more and more and more as I go. This is what we need to do. We need to take all of these old stories, old patterns, things that aren't serving us, and we need to reframe them until we have a new story. And from that new story is where we change our attitude, our approach, our behavior, and ultimately life. And these you know, it might seem really simple to do this, but it's actually very difficult to do this because many of us have been repeating patterns and stories for the majority of our life. We've gone decades saying these things silently to ourselves in our head and we haven't gotten them up and out. We haven't challenged them. We haven't looked at why, you know, why, why do I believe this? Why am I saying this? Why do I think this? Why am I so damn afraid? And this this will change your life because this is where it starts. It starts in the thoughts. 
just like we talked about at the beginning of this episode. So, you know, think of this example that we used. If this person repeated this story for her whole life and she constantly struggled with feeling good enough to save money and always felt like a failure because she let that story dictate who she was instead of deconstructing it and realizing it wasn't true for her, would she have ever felt empowered in herself to save and be a success at it? Maybe. Maybe she would have pushed through the pattern and made herself save, but the probability of it repeating over and over where maybe she saved for a little while and then she stopped and then she spent it all and then she stopped again and tried to start again, but it would just keep repeating itself because the root, she didn't address the root where the belief was formed. So addressing our beliefs at a fundamental level, it rewires our understanding of the belief. We get where it's coming from and we can release it. It no longer has a hold over us. We are no longer under its spell. We are no longer under its power. So I'll tell you a little story about myself. So when I was a little girl, my father, who had lots of issues, that's a whole separate story, but my father told me that I had the brain, but my brother had the heart. So part of me grew up thinking that I was smart. And I had the brain, but I didn't have the heart. And at the time, I thought it was strange because, you know, I had feelings. I knew that. And I knew how to love. And I didn't quite understand what he meant by that. And I wondered if he thought that I didn't feel or that I didn't care or that I didn't love or any of that. But I I kind of... I kind of took that story on for a little while. And if I had a brain, if that meant I couldn't have a heart too. You know, I could only be smart, but I couldn't be full of love. I could be smart, but I couldn't be caring. I had to be one. I couldn't be both. And throughout part of my adolescence, I, you know, that kind of became a self-fulfilling prophecy because I created walls around my heart because being smarter was more favored by him. And, you know, when, when I say this out loud, it really breaks my heart because I am the one of the most caring people. You know, I love deeply and I feel things deeply. And there was a lot of stuff around my father, but but, you know, because who says that to a child anyway? But I had to realize this as I grew older, that I have both. I have both. And I'm allowed to have both. And that makes me so much more powerful. And my brother, yes, he's got a beautiful, caring heart. But my brother is also one of the deepest thinkers, most philosophical, amazing, smart people I know. So I know it that whole thing was totally false, abusive, really not cool to even think or say. I share the story with you, a very deeply personal story, because this is an example of the things that we can carry with us. And I was probably six years old when he told me that. And that's a lot of decades to carry that around if you weren't willing to challenge that thought. 
or if you just trusted whatever that person said at face value and took it at face value. You know, the things that people say to us, especially when we're young, they can get stuck there and live there and be unchecked for years. And that is what I'm talking about. I'm this, These stories, these deep-rooted stories that I'm talking about, you know, this is where we need to reframe. You know, thankfully for me, the story, I was able to debunk it really early on, and I, I actually even questioned it when he said it inside myself. We have to challenge ourselves with these these thoughts because had I not challenged myself with that, I could have really blocked myself from a lot of beautiful feelings and I could have really put up major walls of protection for myself for years and years and years and years. I know that I can be smart and full of love. I can have the biggest heart and be incredibly intelligent. I don't need to seek favor from people that don't see me in my whole and complete state. You know, I know that I have both and I have nothing to prove to anyone else but me. And you know, through my actions, through how I carry myself, how I interact with people, how I live my life, that is where I show who I am. And those people who are willing to love me by seeing me for me, those are the ones that get to stay. And that is my choice. That is where my self-worth and my self-love come in. And that is where I stand in my power. So these reframes can can be and are life-changing. And I really want you to take a look at your stories because they will lead to change. You know, these are the things that we can start to do right away. And we can do other things too. You know, this is really deep work. It's work that requires vulnerability. It's work that requires some bravery. It's work that might require tears. (laughs) It's work that will challenge you. It will take you to totally deep levels within yourself. But I am telling you, this journey is worth it. Because when you get on the other side and you realize that you can let some of this stuff go that's been holding you back and making you feel heavy and making you feel drained or making you not feel good enough in some way. These are the things that can really allow you to to fly and to feel free and to really connect with that person that you want to be. So that's the inner work that you do and that's the inner work that we do in my online course Bloom which is a six-week, beautiful six-week course with pre-recorded videos that come out each week and we go over different aspects of ourselves each week and different things, different self-limiting beliefs and trust and surrender and forgiveness and letting go and creating new stories and empowerment and so many beautiful things and we work together in a group setting. So if you want to come along this journey with me and have some support and do this beautiful course that also has an amazing workbook that goes along with it that really takes you into deep self-inquiry, then I would love to see you there and I would love to help support you on your journey. 
And you can find more about that at terramana.com forward slash bloom. But, you know, there are other things we can do too. There are other things that we can do in our physical space. There are things that we can do right away. You know, this, this person that you want to be, this woman that you want to be, and what that looks like. How does she live? What does she do? What does she eat? How does she look? How does she dress? Who is around her? Does she have a beautiful garden? Does she love to take care of her plants? Does she love to do DIY projects? Does she love to do art? Does she like to write poetry? Does she love to read books to children at the library on a Wednesday afternoon? You know, what what aspects of this vision do you have of yourself that you can start to do right away? You know, some of the things that we can do around our physical space to create more space for ourselves and to move the energy along is decluttering, getting rid of the things that you don't need, getting rid of the things that just sit and create space and take up space and don't feel good anymore. These things, you know, when we move them along, we create more space, more simplicity, more peace in our home and our lives, and it affects our psyche and our own energy. You know, so that's something that you can do on a, on a really simple, quick, physical level. You can start to create space in your schedule just to breathe, just to go for a hike or turn up the music and dance around your house. You know, these are the things that create movement in our body and comfort and allow our energy to flow. The things that feel good do the things that feel good. It seems so simple, and it is. But you do those things that feel good and feel right to you, and you can start connecting with that part of yourself, that part of yourself that lies dormant, that part of yourself that wants to come out, that part of yourself that you haven't actualized yet. You've always wanted to learn how to dance. You've always wanted to learn how to do calligraphy and handwriting. Do it on a Sunday morning with your cup of coffee. Just start because these are the things that get pushed aside. These are the things that we want to do and we want to be and we want to see ourselves doing, but we don't always do them. So make sure that you're actually taking steps in your physical life to do the things and be the things and enjoy the things that you want to do and want to enjoy and want to be and make a plan, you know, make a plan that feels good to you. I mean, you know, plans can feel really unsexy. (laughs) They can feel just really stoic. But at the same time, when you have the plan, then you're going to do it. You're, you're, the likelihood of you doing it when you have a plan is so much higher than if you don't have a plan and it's just a goal. So, you know, make sure that you that you create space to do this because these are the abundant vibes that we want to be around. These are the 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 good feelings that we want to get back into. Because when we're in these good feelings, we're attracting more good feelings, we're seeing more good things, we're able to connect with more and more and more of what we want and less and less and less of what we don't. So if you haven't written out yet what it is that this looks like for you, 
You know, what, what it is that this person looks like for you, these aspects of yourself that you've yet to self-actualize, then I really encourage you to do that. You need to do that. Writing it down on paper gives you so much different perspective and it's okay to witness this part of yourself. It's okay to allow yourself to dream. It's okay to get it out on paper. You can start to make these changes in your life to begin to become that. But you need to write it down because when you write it down, you're giving yourself space to create it. It becomes, it goes from being a vision inside of you and a feeling inside of you to something real on paper. And it helps as a guidance. It really helps as a guidance so that you can reread it and you can reconnect with it. And if you haven't done that meditation yet, you know, that's a a beautiful meditation where you can do it and then you can write down all of the aspects that you saw of yourself. You know, as we go through life and as we start to really step into this version of ourselves, the picture will change a little bit. Things will change and shift a little bit because as we get to it, things are going to shift and get better. We're going to want more things. We're going to want to feel more things or experience more things or enjoy more things. And that's okay. It's okay to want more. And that's the process. That's the process. We're never necessarily just going to arrive and that's it. We're here. We're done. We're done. (laughs) We're never done. And that's this journey. That's this journey that I'm on. That's this journey that I'm committed to. I've always been committed to helping women improve their relationships with themselves and be empowered so that they can really feel their own unique beauty, their own unique mark on the world, and just really embrace it and just live it and be it. That's what I'm here for you to do. That's part of this podcast is this, is this concept of waking up, waking up. We don't have that much time. You know, the days are long, but the years are short. Wake up. This is it. Do, be, have, live the way you want. Maybe you can't pick it up and just throw everything out the window and go (laughs) and change your life 360, but you can start small. You can start with your thoughts. You can start with your physical space. You can start with the way you spend your time. You can start with going on the journey and going deeper within yourself. You can get help. I can help you with it. You can work on it with yourself. Whatever you choose, you are totally worth this journey. You are totally worth connecting with this part of yourself and bringing her out into the world and living it, living her because she is you and you are her. There's just parts of her that you haven't actualized yet. And I know that you can. And if you want to, you will. So I hope this episode has brought you some clarity. I hope that it has helped you in some way. Please work on reframing your thoughts. I promise you it will make all the difference in your life. If you are ready to join me in Bloom, please join me. I would love to see you there. I would love to help you on your journey and support you and cheer you on and see 
just the amazing transformation that you can make of yourself. So again, it's terramanda.com forward slash bloom to learn more about the program. And I will see you next week right here on the Midlife Wake Up. So I hope you have a beautiful day. Happy 2-22-22. It's a very auspicious, fabulous, beautiful, connected day. So enjoy your day. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you next time. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. It means a lot to me and your review helps me reach more people to have more of these important conversations. So thank you for your time doing that. And also, are you an insider yet? Make sure to sign up at terramana.com to get my free meditation, Connecting with Your Self-Vision. I hope today's wake up impacted you in a way that can benefit your life. This is your life and it's meant to be lived your way. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.